I came across a recent article on the New York Times entitled, The Fashion World Promised More Diversity. Here's what we found. Tracking an industry where black representation has been rare. Throughout the article, it goes on to describe the history with the fashion world and also modeling and how there has been few representation of black models and black people in general within the industry. On today's episode, we sit down with a signed black model and we ask her the question that everybody wants to know. What is it like being a black model in today's world? I'm DJ Motri of Black Equity Network and welcome to Black Equity Podcast. another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. I'm really excited uh, about having this conversation today uh, with our guest. We're going to dive into the world of modeling, the world of building your own brand, and how important a personal brand is in today's economy. And joining me on today's episode is Royal Journey. Welcome to Black Equity Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. Uh, For those who don't know uh, about uh, what you're working on and a little bit about your background, uh, just let us know um, about what you have going on. Well, I am from Washington, D.C. I am a model, professional signed model. I've been a model for a couple of years now. I could say about five years to be exact. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's been my empire for a while now. I have a, I think I have a pretty legit fan base, you know, a nice bit of people that really are here to support me. So, so you you mentioned about uh, the world of modeling, about being a signed model. Uh, Tell me about that first process of entering into that space. Did you always know that you wanted to be a model? How did that origin story begin for you? Oh, not at all. Um, Actually, back when I was younger, I wasn't really confident in myself and I didn't really see myself as model type. So I didn't really ever think of that. Um, Basically, I was around, I could say 15 years old and I was on my phone one day and I seen this flyer. It wasn't a really professional flyer. It was a flyer for uh, this little modeling group that somebody was trying to create. And so I was like, I'm bored. I don't really do anything after school. Let me just go here. And I rung me and my friend. Um, It was a group of just basically individuals that weren't really model S. They kind of just wanted to uh, teach me how to runway walk, but they weren't really professional themselves. Um, But the way that I basically got into modeling was they took us to this, um, this studio that had a collaboration they, it was basically a studio made for uh, models and photographers. And every single Thursday, it would be a free night of collaboration night. So I used to go there. They took us there for one time. And, uh, you know, I, all the photographers basically gravitated towards me. And they were like, you know, why are you even working with these type of people? And I was like, you know what? I, I don't know why. And then, you know, um, 
uh, I stopped working with the people that I was with, you know, the model group, because they were very unprofessional. And I started going there every single Thursday, every single Thursday, I was like, well, oh, yeah, I was like 15 years old going there every single Thursday, and it would be late at night, extremely late at night. And but I was getting collaboration work, I started to build my portfolio more and more. Um, wasn't the greatest, but that's kind of how I entered modeling. It was never really something that I wanted to do until after I did it. I was like, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. I really feel comfortable in the camera. I I feel empowered. That's when it just became that. <laughs> awesome. So you mentioned this idea of, of building your portfolio. For those who don't uh, know about this terminology, what exactly is a portfolio in your world and why is it important? Uh, the most important thing about a portfolio is to basically showcase your modeling work. What's your experience? So you want to be able to show uh, everybody your, it, this is what you're giving to, say, a designer, a photographer, um, anybody that is high up or like, you know, anybody at all. You just want to be able to show them this because this is your world of modeling in one little book. So you have to give headshots. Uh various poses you have to do scenarios like oh what if you were at the gym or what if you were in high fashion this this is why it's so important you pitch your best work in it it's about 12 photos of like you know your best work and that's how I built mine you know it wasn't necessarily the best though. <laughs> when I started off it was not the best what did you learn from some of those uh dealings that weren't the best what did you learn from them what did I learn from those? Uh, I learned that my time is priceless and that um, I have to hold myself to a higher standard. So basically I can't just work with anybody simply because I want to work. I have to put my foot down in some capacity. That's what I learned from that actually. Okay, so with the uh, portfolio that you mentioned, is there uh, a certain group of people that you should be working with as a model in order to make sure that you're putting the right um the right portfolio together or what advice would you give in that area um i would say look it up online um when i before i was uh before i was a sign model i most definitely had to look those things up online look up videos like you know how can i build my portfolio what should i put in my portfolio and it's actually like not that hard it's it's not you just have to really think about what do you see in magazines? What a different, oh, you should look up uh, your favorite models portfolios and you could possibly see that. You know what I mean? If I look up, what if I look up Naomi Campbell, well, she doesn't even need one now, but if I was to look up uh, Naomi Campbell uh, portfolio, you will see various things. Her work of like when she was inside of this designer brand, but she's also high fashion. And then she also can go into, you know, a space of, more of an edgier look she could also go into you know athleticism she could be an athlete i'm sorry like you there's just so many things that she could do so that's kind of what it is that really is it's not as hard as you would think and also headshots oh my god natural headshots those are like the biggest things you always need a natural headshot something without any makeup at all and you just uh from like you know from the chest up really just showing how much beauty you have without any makeup at all that's like the best part so I, i've heard this uh, idea of, the, of taking pictures so i'm i'm assuming 
uh, photographer is big uh, to have? Do you consistently work with the same photographer? Do you go out to different photographers? How is that as far as building those relationships? Now, I most definitely built a relationship with one of them. Um, I absolutely love this guy. He actually was uh, here ever since I started modeling. And that's kind of when I built a close relationship with him. And so every time I had a concept or I had an idea, I kind of just went to him for it. And that's when you start posting things on Instagram, people start getting attracted to your work. They're like, oh, this is really good work. And then that's when you start moving on to other photographers. It's, he helped me um, get into even more of what I was trying to get into. So there's various people that I work with, but you will build the connections with the photographers that you work with if you really just start talking to them you know it's everything doesn't have to always be business you know what I mean you have these good conversations going and then they start to say you know what she was a really good model I want to work with her again and you know the collaborations start building and building and building but never be afraid to pay for a photographer as well because not everybody could just start off collaborating like I did you know what I mean um photographers do deserve to get their money's worth and if you do not have the portfolio to help you you know what I mean show that you were really good at your job you need to be paying that's kind of how I feel about that so you you were working with this group before you realize they may not have been up to par to what you wanted you end up working with another group and then that's how you got into modeling and you're introduced to it once you really got into it and you started working with people that you felt were taking it more serious, what started changing for you as far as your vision that you started having for yourself when it came to the world of modeling? How did your vision start um, shifting or start crafting your reality when it comes to uh, the world of modeling? You said, how did my vision change? Yeah, did you start having a specific vision of what you wanted to accomplish? Yeah, most definitely. So basically, um, I started off collaborating and I started to go to more of the work that I was doing inside of that studio. But like, then I started to feel myself. I was like, you know what? A lot of people are really liking my poses. They're liking my personality. Maybe this is something that I want to do. So I set goals for myself. Maybe I should work with even better photographers instead of the ones that are here. And um, that's what I started to do because the studio got closed. Um, so then I had to go on Instagram. I tried to build my Instagram up and make it look a little bit more professional, which it took me a long time. But um, that's when I started to go out and start asking people on their Instagram, hey, can we work with each other one day? Um, you know what I mean? I started paying photographers. I started collaborating. And that's when I started to see a vision of, I want to see myself in magazines. I want to see myself in, you know what I mean? I want to see myself on a billboard one day in which I have not accomplished those yet, but they are soon to come. The publication of me is coming very, very soon. Um, Cause I just did a photo shoot for it, but yeah. So I basically seen a vision of, you know what, if I'm good at this, I'm going to go as far as I can. And I also want to be, I always wanted to be the role model for like a young black girl to see that she can have the confidence as well to do whatever she wants. And have absolutely no problem doing it. So that kind of motivated me that my vision is to be a be a role model for young women or men, I don't really care. <laughs> be a role model for the black community in general. And uh, yeah, just, can't, I don't know, how do I say this? Be the best that I could possibly be. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Get get the highest I possibly can, and to the point where I could say anything out of my mouth, and people actually listen and take heed of what I'm saying. That's kind of where I want to get. I want to be able to be a role model. Well, I definitely take heed to the things that you say, and I pay close attention to what you're saying. You mentioned, um, you know, this responsibility uh, for the black community. Do you think uh, being black in modeling is a different experience? Uh, have you noticed any type of being treated differently, uh, being a black model? Did I go too far with this question? No, you did not. But it's just like, oh, no, I, I it most definitely is a huge difference. Um, I always say when, okay, so if I was to say that you were a white woman and uh, you go to a casting call, there is, for one, you know what I mean, there is 10 out of 100 casting calls, you will get 10 of those if you were a model you just have to keep that in mind you will get 10 of those casting calls out of 100 but that's for a white model so as a black model you know just think about it you know what i mean you go to 100 casting calls you're possibly going to get five because you are now a token you are looked at as a token and you have to realize that a lot of people do not want your phenotype they they want something a little bit different they want to whiten up their models and um if you are to be picked it's not going to be like 50-50 white and black. It's going to be 5% black and then the rest are going to be white because they want to use you as a token. So it most definitely is a difference. Um, I've had racist experiences, but with my own people, you know what I mean? Um, There's something called Portrait Me. And uh, this is one of the collaboration companies that, not, not, not necessarily a collaboration company, it's a, a get together inside of Washington, DC. And I don't necessarily think it was them who did it, but the people that came to the to the get together for photographers and models, a lot of them were very disrespectful and just, you know, careless when it came to black women models. See, they would see a white girl and go to her as soon as possible and she could have the most lackluster outfit on as ever. And, you know, it would be me with full makeup done, trying my best to look very good and I would be completely ignored. Um, there was actually, and I always say like, not all skin folk is kin folk because there was actually a, a black man, big black guy that was very, I, I get dismissive as hell. He's very dismissive. Um, walked up to me and my friends, uh, walked up to the girl that was beside me, she was a white girl, said, hey, can I shoot you? And then she was basically saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm allowed to get a photo shoot with all of us. He looked at basically the black people within the photo shoot and he was like, yeah, I wanted to shoot you. And just went ahead and shot her, didn't pay attention to any black model. And the entire time, it was just just cooning it up, cooning it up. He was just licking his lips when he was shooting her, just being very, very weird. And I was just like, it it happens all the time. There was a time that I got paid less than a Latino model because the black man that that ran the company didn't like black women like that. And he felt as though that she looked better. So yeah, there's been times, most definitely. It's been for my own people mostly. Um, but the one time that it wasn't for my own people, I, I, it wasn't necessarily racist, uh, but it was a photographer that mostly shot non-Black women. And um, I felt like he didn't really put my photos first, you know what I mean? We shot uh, about three months ago and um, not this, you know, in this time, but I'm saying like around that time, I could say like a couple of years ago, we shot 
three months ago. And my photos took an extremely long time to get edited by him. But when I was with the other models within that photo shoot, um, they were white. They got their photos probably within a week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He took his extreme time with mine because I felt like he didn't really care about my work as much as he cared about the others. So yeah, no, it's a, it's a huge difference. Why do you why do you think I've always wanted to ask you this? I get the opportunity to finally ask. Why do you think it's important to have the proper representation of black models in the industry? The proper rep. Yeah, no, it's huge Um, because models are seen as beauty. That's what we are. We are supposed to be the the eye of beauty. We are your product. We are selling your product. So it's very, very important to have a young black girl or a young black guy look at beauty and see themselves because it could really benefit who they are as people you know what I mean when I was growing up I always wanted to look at Tyra Banks and see myself you know what I mean I looked at her and I was like oh she's a black model I didn't think twice about it you know what I mean I was like that's beauty right there that is she's looked at as somebody that is beautiful in the industry and now I feel beautiful about myself So that's kind of what it was. Um, I would love for a young Black girl to look at me and be like, that girl is a shorter model. She is uh, very, she says whatever she feels. Um, Her, she has nappy hair and she says to herself, I'm beautiful. So maybe I am as well. I want them to feel like that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want just advertising of a you know blonde white girl to be what they look at as kids and think that's just the beauty. Thank you for sharing that. I think this is a very important conversation. Earlier in this episode, you mentioned uh, having to build your Instagram up and building your, your personal brand up. How important is personal branding when it comes to landing those modeling uh, opportunities? Oh, it's, so it's, it's so big. Um, Nowadays, I say it all the time, you're going to need the biggest, if you, okay, for one, for me, it's the biggest, um, because since I am a model that is 5'5", I'm a black model that's 5'5", so I'm already two things that they don't want, Um, but let's just say that if I was in a casting call full of all white models, um, but say that the designer notices my face because they see me on this commercial or they seen my Instagram and they were like, oh, her platform's huge. They're going to pick me out of those people because of my platform. So you kind of have leeway inside of the industry. You look a little bit better. Um, Even though it's sad, you know what I mean? I I do feel as though that, you know, I have the uh, talent for it, but a lot of times it's like Kendall Jenner, for instance. I don't necessarily believe that she is the greatest model of all time, she's not basic but what i'm trying to say is if she was to walk into a room full of beautiful talented young women she would be picked out of all of them because of that because of her branding because of her status and so that's why my instagram is really you know dear to my heart you want to have the biggest followers because that's how you get collaboration work you know what i mean you want to look like you are very professional with your work because people wouldn't want to work with you if you're not you know if you are 
have an Instagram full of selfies, people are not going to think to themselves, that's a model. They're not going to really want to work with somebody that's not professional. So, you know, it's, it's all about branding and always about building more and more and more. Have the biggest platform inside of the room so you could feel like you have leeway on a lot of other people. Sad, but true. So what was your strategy when, when you're starting off and you may not have had that that uh, big brand yet and as you're building it, what strategy did you end up taking in order to start building the brand and, and bringing people in to your world? Well, I did start paying for my work. I did start uh, collaborating. I didn't, st- I, I mean, there was some collaborations, but I did start like actually going out of my way to pay for some photographers or, uh, you know, that's when I met my photographer that I work with now and he most definitely you know what i mean he was the one who just i consistently worked with him for a while until i could branch off to somebody else um i didn't really have much of a choice (laughs) because it was just not that much that i could do around that time you don't really i didn't really have the biggest strategy it was just all about okay how can i build my platform now I asked photographers that are professional, hey, what do you see when you look up my Instagram? And they would be like, okay, well, I feel like you should change this, that, and the the third. And I would take that criticism with nothing. Like, I would be like, all right, bet, let me do that. I changed it up and I go ahead with my day and let's see how this goes. And it actually really did work. It's because I was listening to other people and their criticism on my um, Instagram. And then I was like, all right, let me apply this. Or I'll look at another person's Instagram that is a big model and I'll be like, she does this, that, and the third. She has mostly photo shoots instead of mostly selfies. Okay, I get that. Now that you know, I know this, let me go ahead and do the same exact thing. Let me archive those selfies. Let me now post my best work. I'm not going to just post, my, I'm not going to ever post my lackluster photo shoots. I want to just post the good ones because I want people to know I'm here. I'm here and I'm professional. That's, that's what it took me to do. I appreciate that. Uh, earlier, you mentioned that you had been you're assigned for five years. What's the difference between being a signed model and an unsigned model? Well, I was not signed for five years. I was a oh. professional. <laughs> no, I I'm was freelance for five years. No, it's fine. Um, I uh, recently became signed about last year. Okay. Um, there's a huge difference. It's a huge difference, and I'm very appreciative of it. Um, for one, people look at you differently. He, even though I was a freelance model, um, I don't think I always had like people looking at me as if I am a professional model. Cause even though I was, people still would be like, oh, hesitant. You know what I mean? It's like, you're, what is so different about you? Um, and because of that, when I was going out of my way to get work and be like, hey, um, you said you wanted to work with me, right? Yeah, well, my rate's this, they'll look at that and they'll be like, well, she's freelance. So how am I going to manipulate this? You know what I mean? I'm going to find a way to not pay her that much. And I could do that because she's freelance. So it's looked at as a black woman, a young black girl that wants to get paid this much. And they're like, you know what? I don't really have to take it that serious because it's just her by herself. Whereas you have a sign, you're a signed model and you know, your photographers come from your agency as well as some work that you do freelance if they allow you to. And also, instead of you contacting people, like say somebody DMs you and they're like, hey, I want you to work for my brand. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to send you my website. 
and my website's coming from my agency, Genesis level. And so they will contact you about how much you're going to have to pay me. And they are now going to have to contract. They're going to have to have a contract to protect me. They're going to make sure that I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing at all. You know what I mean? Like nudity or anything like that. They're going to basically protect me all around and make sure that this person's only professional. So that's like the best part about being that. They will find casting calls for me if I need to. And I really do appreciate that. Whereas Definitely. Calls, freelance not really that easy. Definitely. If um, Who was ideal for you to work with and, and collaborate with? I know obviously photographers would be a, a really big one. Outside of photographers, uh, who else are ideal types of people that should be reaching out and wanting to work with you? Well, um, <laughs> I'm th thinking, I'm like, hmm, pick my words right here. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. Okay, let me think, let me think, let me think. There's not, when it comes to models, there's not a whole bunch that I want to uh, particular. There's not really that many people that I want to like work with. Okay. But somebody that is very open-minded in concepts, somebody that could really fit my ideas and things like that. Somebody that is more that is very geared towards being professional as well. Um, I do have some people that I do have in mind to collaborate with, but I don't really know if I can speak on it because I'm like, I don't really know if it's even going to happen or not. So I don't really just want to toss out a name like, oh, I'm going to work with this person and I, it doesn't happen. So um, I most definitely just somebody that I'm open to a lot of things. I'm very open to a lot of things. If you can come with a great concept and you could see me in this concept, go ahead, send it to me and we can most definitely make some type of work. You know what I mean? I would love to showcase something very professional on my platform as long as it's something that I like. Well, without giving out any names, but are you, are you saying this is specific to like companies or brands who are looking to hire you? Is, is that well, the ideal? I'm most definitely not collaborating with a brand. I can only, like, I, I would want you to um, go ahead and go through my website from Genesis level because, you know, I can't just work with anybody. But uh, this is, like, geared towards, like, people. You know what I mean? Like, okay. say, there's, like, one person that I most definitely have ideas for uh, cosplay-wise because I've been getting into that a lot more. And so I am trying to figure out where, whether or not we're going to actually be able to work or not. But that's something that I most definitely do look forward to. So, yeah. So, uh, could you, you mentioned cosplay. Can you tell us a little bit about cosplay for those who do not understand that terminology? Okay, sure. Well, cosplay is basically um, portraying a character within outfits and costumes. Uh, the way I'm trying to do it is put my model fling to it, like my little, you know, my little model flair. So it's I'm going to try to my best to do cosplay, but with photo shoots. I'm a model, but I'm also this character I'm trying to portray. It's like my Catwoman photo shoot. Um, I was Catwoman, but I'm also a model. I want it to look like I was in that movie. You know what I mean? So well, that's kind of what I've been trying to do. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, for, for me, I, I just want to make sure that we are aligning you with uh, the right frequency of potential partnerships or opportunities. I know you mentioned uh, reaching out to your agency. So one last time, how can people uh, who are looking to collaborate with you, what is the best um, avenue 
for them to go down to potentially collaborate with you? Um, well, I would most definitely rather you DM me or go ahead and email me by going to my Instagram Royal Journey. Um, or you could take the route of just going through my agency in general. You can go to my agency Genesis level and you can contact them about collaborating with me. But I would I want to know who wants to collaborate me so I could direct you to them and give them a heads up. You know what I mean? So it's, I feel like email. You know what I mean? My email is probably the best thing. My DM, but mostly my email. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, any uh, words of wisdom for up and coming models uh, who are trying to figure this game out? They uh, they're hearing this episode and uh, they're inspired by the information that we're sharing. Any uh, words of wisdom for them before we head up? Don't give up. Uh, most definitely do not give up. You will have rocks thrown at you, but you have to get up and keep going as if it never happened you have to have a strong head and i just always remember that you have to be confident in this world um there's always something that's going to bother you and just make sure you you're able to take criticism and make sure that you are ready for what it takes to be a black model and or if you're just you know a model in general you have to be ready for the criticism. You have to be ready for, you know, some of the nastiness, but you also have to remember that there is some good things within it. So yeah, just just know that it's a cutthroat industry. It's a cutthroat industry and it could really tax you on your confidence, but you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready. If you have an image in your head and you have a dream, go for it no matter what. So my last question for you before we head out is how did you stay confident? How did you um maneuver all that and stay confident on your journey hmm. how can i say this okay so hmm, how did i stay confident it's i mean honestly i'm not the most of all like i can't say that i'm consistently confident like i most definitely have my doubts every now and then but i i do love myself a great bit um how I stay confident was basically looking at myself and saying all the good positive things about myself. What is something that I could remind myself consistently? And it was, you know, you feel like you're really great at this. You got to keep going. Why don't you keep going? You know what I mean? What else do you have to lose? If you can't do your dream, then what else are you going to do? You have to consistently do it. I just looked in my mirror and I was like, you know what I mean? You're great. You have to be the only one to believe that. That is the only thing that matters. You, you, and that's all. And that's kind of how I, you know, instilled my confidence. It was just consistently reminding myself. Royal Journey, thank you for coming to Black Equity Podcast, having this conversation with us. The doors are open for you to come again. Any new initiatives that come up or anything else that you would like to talk about? Uh, in the modeling world, the cosplay world, please come back to Black Equity Podcast. We would love to talk to you again. No problem. Happy to be here. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review. Also, go ahead and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And you can follow us on Instagram at Black Equity Network. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Black Equity Net. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we look forward to bringing more episodes to you very soon.